Mediated Conversation on SAFM. Good morning, 25 minutes now to nine. Over the last few weeks it's emerged there's been a dramatic increase in the number of cash and transit robberies on our roads. The Cash and Transit Association says there's been an increase of around 30%. And that is before what is usually the peak season of these heists, just before Christmas. But it's not clear why there's been such a big increase. In the past, there was a time when Gauteng had a huge number of these heists. Then they went down. Now they're going up again. At the same time, as you know, in the years after the pandemic, there's been a massive increase in violent crime. So then, what is causing this increase and how difficult is it going to be to stop these heists from happening? First this morning, you'll hear from the president of the Criminological Society of Africa, also a senior lecturer in the Department of Criminology at UNISA, Dr. Mahlachanolo Tabane. Then you'll hear from the criminology and forensic expert, Dr. in Kosigimpile Mbele. Grant Clark is from the Cash and Transit Association and Dr. Henny Lochner is a policing expert, an independent expert who's been looking at this issue for many, many years. We start then with Dr. Machlochenolo Tobane. Dr. Tobane, good morning and thank you for your time, ma'am. Good morning and thank you so much for having me this morning. Is it possible to know why there's suddenly been such a big increase in cash and transit heists this year? Um, so two things that I would like to talk about. Firstly, is the issue of security where the cash and transit companies are concerned. So cash and transit companies need to seriously beef up their security. So I'm just going to give you a bit of an example. We've got the big three um, cash and transit companies. So these like these three companies um, mainly that we have in South Africa. And out of the three, there is a specific company. If you actually look at the trend, that is actually being hit the most. All three need to beef up their security, but I'm just going to make an, an example with one. So this specific um, um, security company, if if you watch, look at their the, the vehicles, for example, um, they only have the driver and the security um, official that is sitting at the back in the van, basically, um, the armored vehicle got in the money. So only two people. And this vehicle um, or this company, if you also just... Um, observe their trend, they usually also do not have ex-escort. And as we know, cash and transit um, robbers are very, very, very professional. They're very militant. They're very precise. And they are actually very resourced also. So if you are a cash and transit company and your security is not in order, you're actually not a match when you come, when you are facing the cash and transit um, robbers. So security is a big issue. And also, if you look at how the money is also transported, so inside the armored vehicle is itself, it's hardened, and that is why they have to use explosives in order to actually get um, inside, in order to access the money. But how the money is stored inside the vehicle itself is problematic, because if you look at the videos um, on how the money is um, transported, it's in plastic bags. It's not in cross-pavement carriers or canisters. It's in plastic bags. So the issue of security is a big one. The second thing is collusion. We still have a big problem. When I did my research in 2014 on the criminal career of cash and transit robbers, collusion was a big issue. Collusion by um, the employees of the companies. And um, there's also another issue, obviously, of collusion by the um, South African police services officials. Um, who collude, collude with the robbers. But the biggest thing is collusion by employees of the cash and transit companies who work closely with the robbers 
And that is why we still have such a big, big problem. So I just want to look at those two factors that need to be investigated on a very serious note. You've been very careful not to name the particular security company, Dr. Tabane. Are they just not investing no, properly in their product? <laughs> are they just not inve- are they just not investing properly in their service? I mean, are they cutting corners? I mean, it would sound like it compared yeah, to the other companies. Yeah, I'll be very blunt and say that they're cutting, cutting corners. I mean, we've had a problem like for a very long time with cash and transit highs. Um, yes, they did try a couple of years ago to harden the armored vehicle. And that is why we are seeing um, the robbers being um, very violent um, with, with, with um, where they are using the explosives. So we can give that to them that, okay, the robbers had to use explosives because the armored vehicles are now not very easy to access. But I think then they stopped at hardening the uh, the armored vehicle and neglected basically other parts of security. Like I spoke about the issue of escorts. You can't have that car driving on its own. It needs to be escorted. You need to have um, very trained also security officials. So even the training is also questionable that how trained are the officials who are transporting this money? So they are cutting corners. I think they need to seriously beef up their security. If they were to um, che- if they were to do all of that, would we see a big reduction in the number of heists, or would the heists then move to be a more sort of equal spread across all of the companies that uh, remove cash in this way? I think if if all the companies would um, take their security seriously, um, the other company that I, I shall not name. Uh, might not experience as many um, attacks as it is right now if they beef up their security. Um, So maybe we might see a bit of a spread. Um, Yes, maybe a decrease, but not a total prevention. So I'm saying not a total prevention because remember in South Africa, cash is still king. So there's still a lot of money moving around. I mean, you've got our pensioners um, who are still getting their money cash. You know, a lot of them prefer to get their their money cash and that that money is being transported by these cash and transit um companies so cash is still very king you a very large population in south africa still prefers to um to 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 to, to um use cash um so that is that is one of the biggest issue that for as long as we still rely so much on cash um we are still going to be experiencing these attacks so total prevention um, I, I don't foresee it anytime soon, but if the cash and transit highest companies can beef up their security, definitely a decrease. I think we can see a decrease. Doctor, thank you very much indeed. Dr. Mahlochonolo Tobane is the president of the Criminological Society of Africa and a senior lecturer in the Department of Criminology at UNICEF. With SAFM, you mediated a conversation about the increase in cash and transit heists continues. Uh, Dr. Nkosengebile Mberle is uh, an expert on criminology and forensics at the University of KwaZulu-Natal. Dr. Mbele, good morning and thanks for your time. Good morning, Stefan. Good morning to the listeners. The gangs that are doing this, they use violence. They're very well resourced. How difficult is it to track them down? Um, yeah, these are well-trained uh, ropers. Uh, they are not chancers. Um, they are not amateurs. They have specialized skill in, in using firearms, in, in driving, you know, and they are willing to kill. And what works in their favor also is that they have what they call a fingerman, individuals who work in in um, maybe, for example, a CIT company or with uh, police officers. 
So this makes um, the work of police officers and other investigators really hard um, to, to do because these individuals have all the information that, that they, they need. And um, it's easy to escape. And it's, it's easy for them, you know, to maneuver around and know how to avoid uh, uh, situations that can make them uh, be easily caught by the police. So, yeah, you know, they are very well resourced. Uh, they have uh, AK-47s, R4s, R5s that they use when they are conducting a society heist. So it's a, it's not an easy job for police officers to, to deal with uh, such criminals. Um, so in a situation like this, then, do you agree with the previous criticism that the companies need to invest more? Or do we actually need to invest more with the police and breaking the gangs, essentially, finding out what's going on and stopping it? Yeah, CIT companies really need to invest more in, in their security. You know, um, they've tried, but it seems like robbers know how to get around their security. You know, they really need to invest in their operational systems and technology. Uh, I'm aware that some of their vehicles have uh, in vehicle technologies, um, uh, such as um, cameras. Um, they are armored so that some of the explosive may not work and you know they may easily have access to all the money they've tried but uh, they are not doing enough because we are still seeing uh, more of these robberies on our streets so more needs to be done and also the SAPS also needs to invest more in assisting the society companies and so the increase of these robberies showed that uh, not much is being done ensuring security of these society vehicles on the road because more and more of them are being robbed. Uh, do the police have the resources to conduct proper investigations? I mean, you would require real police work to track down these people. Um, I'll say yes and no. Um, because we have seen police... Um, you know, catching some of the of the robbers, like in Limpopo, where 18 of the robbers were were were, were caught and killed, uh, and that was an intelligent-led uh, operation. So that shows you that police somehow do have the capacity and the resources, you know, to to deal with uh, such uh, robberies. But on the other side, they are also lacking because criminals are still able to continue with the CIT robberies and uh, more and more of them are, are continuing. So these are different groups that conduct these robberies. And it seems like, uh, you know, the SAPS is not, uh, does not have enough manpower to deal and prevent all of these CIT robberies from happening. So they are more proactive than reactive. And in these instances, we require the SAPS to be reactive to prevent these robberies uh, from occurring. Dr. Nkosengepile Mbele, thank you, the, from uh, the expert in criminology and forensics at the University of KwaZulu-Natal. 14 minutes to nine. Continue your media conversation this morning about the increase in cash and transit. Hi, Grant Clark is a director at the Cash and Transit Association of South Africa. Grant, good morning. Yes, Stephen, good morning to you and your listeners. Quite sharp criticism from both our previous experts about the way that companies involved in the sector are managing themselves. Uh, people refer to particularly one company. Is that criticism uh, correct? 
Look, firstly, the CIT Association of South Africa represents all CIT companies within South Africa and, and members of the CIT Association. And I don't think that's correct. A lot of money is being spent by these companies currently to enhance their security. The issue is that we need to look at is the modus operandi of these criminals and how they actually attack these CIT vehicles. And you can do as much as you want to a vehicle. You can harden it. You can build it stronger. All, all that happens is the criminals come along with more explosives. And you've seen that in the evidence of how the vehicles are fact blown up. So I, I wouldn't agree with that. Companies are a lot of money being spent in terms of um, technical support that, that uh, supports uh, these vehicles on high-risk groups. Uh, a lot of air support, a lot of choppers that have been flown down, which cost a, lot, a huge amounts of money. So, yes, the companies are doing what they can currently. I think the solution is that we need to, through a collaborative effort, uh, you know, work very closely with the South African Police Services, which we are doing as an industry. And we are in a planning phase now, we're also leading up into the festive season um, to look how we address the current situation. Um, if one company is being targeted more than the others, and it's obvious that that company has spent less money on its trucks, on the vehicles, than the other companies, well, then it would seem obvious that that's the problem. Well, again, you know, I say we represent all the companies, so I'm not going to speak specifically about a company. And, it's, you know, I think people need to look at the statistics and they need to do their homework correctly. It's not just one company. Uh, you know, the CIT is currently affecting the industry. So every single time we have a CIT incident in South Africa, where we're losing lives, which is the most important to us. One life lost is far too many. Um, and, and, and uh, you know, this is spread over, over the industry. And it's, it's not one uh, specific company uh, that, that people speak about. Okay. Um, do you, what then do you believe has led to the sudden, sudden spike? I mean, why are cash and transit highs suddenly up by 30%? Look, it's not 30%. It's 30% month on month. I think that number has been misquoted. So if you look at the numbers currently year to date, we're sitting over just 250 incidents. If you look at the same period last year, we're up by 8% in terms of year on year. Um, if you look at the month, specifically this month, where we've seen a, a great increase in terms of the numbers of CITs, over 13. Um, and in, in the month of October, it's a 30% increase month on month compared to last year. So I think there's been a little bit of misrepresentation in terms of the 30% up uh, year on year. Um, and yes, we're addressing it. As I say, you know, our law enforcement partners have had some great successes in the last couple of months, and so we need to keep on with that. Uh, at the highest level, at the commissioner's office, the national commissioner's office, we are dealing with this on a daily basis and him and his staff. And again, I say it's through the collaborative effort of us all working together, not pointing fingers, that we can address the current situation. Okay. Um, do you believe that the police are able to deal with this? I mean, do they need to put more resources on this as well? We've got very good in South Africa, and we've seen that in terms of, I think, mentioned by one of your previous speakers. Um, you know, from an investigative perspective, we work very closely with the Hawks. The Hawks look after CIT because it's a priority crime. And certainly from an industry perspective, we are... You know, are busy with the walks weekly. We have meetings with them, uh, coordinating meetings where we share information from an industry perspective with the police. So I truly believe if we carry on with this and we carry on now that we've seen this big spike, uh, the focus is on CIT. I really truly believe by the end of this year, going into next year, we're going to start dealing with these issues. 
You know, the biggest issue with the CIT, as I've mentioned before, is explosives. We need to go to the source of the problem. We need to find where those explosives are coming from. We need to stop that. We need to apprehend the people that are bringing those explosives in, because without explosives, uh, we're not going to be seeing what we're seeing it currently. Thank you very much indeed. Dr. Henny Lochner, is, uh, excuse me, uh, Grant Clark is the director of the Cash and Transit Association of South Africa. In a moment, Dr. Henny Lochner, a policing expert. Mediated conversation on SAFM. Continue your mediated conversation this morning about what seems to be a big increase in cash and transit heists. Dr. Henny Lochner is an independent researcher. He had uh, over 30 years as a police officer. Dr. Lochner, good morning. Good morning and good morning to your listeners. We've heard a lot about um, how some of the cash and transit companies may or may not be responsible for all of this. Uh, We do know the gangs that do this are responsible. What do we know about the gangs that do this? They do seem to be well-resourced and very well-organized. Yes, uh, I've listened to your three, uh, the previous uh, speakers. I've got a a different and the same same view. I just want to uh, clear a couple of things. the security companies, their responsibility is to transport money and to protect the money. I know for a fact that the companies are busy doing research and to uh, to harden their vehicles. So they are not sitting on their hands. They are doing they are doing what they can. The the incident in in Lutrichard, according to the press releases. It was not a cash and transit uh, robbery. They were uh, planning to rob a cash center. And the, prof- the profile and the modus operandi of the Lutrichard one does not fit those of a modus opera- uh, the modus operandi and profile of a cash and transit robber. Let me explain to you how, how, how these people have uh, progressed in their crimes. The, the point I want to make is that if you can reduce the, the other crimes, you will definitely uh, prevent cash and transit robbers. All of the cash and transit robbers, they did steal a bicycle between the age of 16 and 17. Then, then they, they progressed to burglary, from burglary to home invasions, from home invasions to, to steal car strike. So that's, that means vehicles that sparked then to rob uh, uh, hijacked vehicles, then to bank robbery, and then to cash and transit robbery. So that is that is the profile of the cash and transit transit robber. The, the 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 biggest problem the biggest problem is the lack of intelligence and information. We we can say what what we want, but that that is the problem. Let me. Let me use examples. Uh, the hood spray, the one, and the other one. I think it's two or three days back where four four people were shot dead. And then oh, let let us also go to the Lutrichard one. Shortly after the incident, photos were released with AK 47s uh, So good intelligence, good intelligence would tell us. In that press release, it should have read, uh, this firearms was used in previous, let's say, in Klerksdorf, George, Mosselby, Polokwani. That is good intelligence. Now they, now they, they, they are reactive, and then they, they analyze and 
the, the entry cartridges. Good intelligence is crime prevention. Should I tell? I've heard on the news today that there were firearms recovered which can be linked to, uh, to certain robberies. That's wrong. Intelligence should have said these firearms that was recovered, it is linked. And it boils down to good information and intelligence. If we do not have that, this will continue uh, to, to grow. And that is, that is the, model, the model of the story. Do you want, do the SAPS want to tell us, as the public, that they cannot infiltrate cash and transit robbers? And we must understand how a cash and transit robbery group is formed. Firstly, the, it's not the firearms that is for hire. It is the man with the firearm that's been hired. After a successful cash and transit robbery, all the people that, that participate in that specific robbery will go and look for a new target. So if they identify a new target, the one will ask one of his, pre one of his uh, previous robbers in a previous uh, uh, cash and transit, not necessarily the one, the latest one. And then they will confirm. And then they will say, we need so many cars. Uh, this cars we need. And then they scout, they plan. They plan, as the FINA said, they plan between three and 14 months to execute. What I, uh, what I uh, am willing to say, if the story is correct about the four, four people that were shot dead in, in KwaZulu-Natal, if it is true, then my prediction is that there will, there will be a decrease in the KZ in front and that the SAPS got, got the cash and transit robbers in that specific area uh, against, the, against the ropes. But, but they will go back to the drawing board, they will replan, they will assess, and that is, that is what, what, they, what they do. It's planning, it's planning, it's planning. And if they identify a target, a target they do not necessarily identify A, B, or C. The one that they have identified, they do, do not have a preference. The one that's been identified, the one that's carrying the most money for the less risk uh, to be arrested, they will target that one. And, and you see how, how clever these people are. The last one that was in, in, in Big Kluwer, they have uh, hijacked a vehicle with the occupant. And the reason for that is simple. They do not want to be shot dead. They know that the police will not kill and sh uh, shoot and kill because there's a civilian in the vehicle. See how they, they, they progress. I have predicted the use of uh, uh, explosives and RPG-7s, which is coming hmm. uh, in 2015. Hmm. I think myself and Stefina, Stefina uh, agrees, uh, agree on that. And, okay. and another thing, what makes these people, uh, uh, these people, they are the most dangerous criminal as an individual and as a group.
All right, Dr. Henny, we'll have to leave it there, I'm afraid. Dr. Henny Lochner, thank you. There's an independent researcher with many years of experience as a police officer in the issue of cash and transit heist. My thanks also to Grant Clark from the Cash and Transit Association. Dr. Nkosinga Pile Mbechle is an expert on forensics and criminology at the University of KwaZulu-Natal. And starting us off today, the president of the Criminological Society of Africa and a senior lecturer in the Department of Criminology at UNISA, Dr. Malocha Nolo Tobane.